You're listening to the Mind Your Home podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the channel. Today I'm gonna be chatting about 50 signs that you have enough. In the past, I've gone over 50 signs that you have too much stuff um, and different things just related to us collecting too much clutter. But today I wanna show what the other side of the coin could look like and some signs that you have enough stuff, not too much, and not too little. Number one, you know where all of your belongings are located. If I asked you where something was and you're like, bam, there it is, and you can immediately tell me off the top of your head. Number two, if every single possession has a home, either there's a spatial constraint for that entire category of items, or you know the exact spot and little cubby or little drawer or little dish that it belongs in, then that's a good sign that you have the right amount of stuff. Your space is in balance. Number three, if you have solid boundaries throughout your home that are not regularly breached. So again, this is going back to spatial constraints. I'll be sure to link some kind of video here related to spatial constraints for those of you who don't know what that means. But basically, if you have a spot or a home and those homes aren't regularly being breached and spreading out throughout the rest of the house, then that's a good sign that you have a really good pulse on the amount of belongings that you have and that you have a flow for your space, which is what we're going for. Number four, if the items that you own are regularly used or regularly appreciated. I like to add the appreciated in there because not everything is quote usable. There are some things that we just enjoy and they have validity in our space too, like the art on our walls or maybe photographs that we enjoy looking at. Or number five, if you could take downtime and your entire home wouldn't implode or completely fall apart. I've said many times that of the three big reasons that people tend to go clutter free or decide, okay, this is enough. I'm ready to minimize my stuff. Support is one of the big ones. And that was what it was for me. And the main thing with that was that I wanted to have a system in place so that when I needed to take downtime because I was feeling low energy or just depleted, I wouldn't have to worry about my entire space falling apart around me. I was able to do that and it was able to provide me with that support. Number six, your kids' toys may not be clean, but they are manageable. That's not to say that you can never have something make a mess, right? I have a one-year-old who's running around with her toys and believe me, she's leaving a trail of them just about everywhere she goes. But even if all of her toys were spread out, there's going to be a limit to how many toys that is, right? So if you have kids or pets, even if you feel like their stuff isn't always clean and tidy, it's at least manageable, then you probably have a good balance of stuff in your home. Number seven, you don't have to borrow enough to be a bother. There's nothing wrong with borrowing. I've had to borrow things or I've chosen to borrow things instead of purchasing on my own. You know, we used to not own a steam cleaner and I thought, you know, I don't need to use a steam cleaner that frequently. We can just borrow Matt's parents when we need one because between our households, do we really need two steam cleaners? Since then we bought one, but we've even replaced our carpet since then, so I kind of wish that we hadn't. And then there are of course websites like Rent the Runway or where you can rent formal wear if you're not wearing formal attire that often. So there are of course good things to being able to borrow or to rent and not necessarily own, but if you're that person who like never has anything, like you're the kid showing up to class who never has a pencil, never has a pen kind of thing, you know, at some point it's like you need to get your own stuff. 
So if you have a good balance on your borrowing and you're not borrowing so much that it's actually an issue or a problem or standing out as you're the person who borrows things, then you probably have enough stuff. You don't necessarily need to own those extra things on your own. Number eight, if you have something to wear for every typical weekly event. Sure, there are situations that come up where you might need this random thing, like you're painting a room, right? And you're like, oh, I don't have any clothes to wear when I'm painting stuff. Or, you know, you have a formal event to go to. Oh, I don't have anything to wear to a funeral because I've never had to go to a funeral before. But if in your regular week, going to work, um, going to sleep, going to whatever fitness activity you go to, you have the attire to be able to wear to those, then I would say you have enough. The good thing about identifying where you have enough is that it also kind of frees you up to fill in the gaps where you don't have enough. Number nine, if your decor makes you smile, if you can walk into your space and you just feel like everything is right, it makes you happy. Looking at it gives you the type of vibes and the type of energy that you want to experience inside of that space, then you have enough. I say this because, you know, some people who try to go extreme minimalist find that their space ends up looking a little bland or a little cold, and it's because maybe they don't have quite enough of the things that give them those good vibes. So if you're feeling great in your space, you're not feeling overwhelmed from the clutter, you're not feeling deprived from the emptiness, you're in a good spot. If you've been able to cook every meal that you've considered cooking over the past six months, then you have enough stuff in your kitchen. You know, we generally make the same meals on repeat. Even in the holidays, we tend to make, you know, like for Thanksgiving every year, we make the green bean casserole in my household. That's what we contribute every year to Thanksgiving. And we tend to have the same types of meals on repeat, whether it's a weekly rotation, a monthly rotation, or a seasonal rotation. And so if you have the tools needed to make those rotation items, then you probably have enough stuff in your kitchen. Number 11, if when life changes, you have things to let go of. That's actually a good sign that you have enough. It, a lot of people think, well, if I'm ever having to declutter, then I must have too much. I must have gone beyond enough because otherwise, why would I need to declutter everything? And the truth is that we have seasons in our life that change, not just physical weather seasons or, you know, like outdoor seasons, but we have different periods. We age, we go through changes, our children grow, uh, we get pets, you know, we move, all of these different things and even different passion projects or hobbies, those require a different subset of belongings. So if as your life changes, you find that you are letting go of things, that's actually a good sign. It means that you're growing and changing and that you're keeping on top of adjusting your home to those changes. Number 12, if your emergency kit is sufficient and up to date, you have the things that you need if somebody were to get a cut or scrape or need a Tylenol for a headache, you don't necessarily need to have something for every illness that could possibly ever come to be. Number 13, if you have a clear understanding of your financial situation, that's a good sign that you're at a balance of enough. Number 14, if you feel creative and inspired in your workspace, that's a good sign that you have enough. If you're able to do all the things that you need to do and you feel motivated and productive and inspired while you're doing them, what more could you possibly want? You really can't get any uh, better than that just by buying a few extra staplers or extra decorative equipment for your space. So a good sign that you have enough is if you're able to get to that level of flow and be in that space and produce what you need to produce. If you can have a few people over without significant rearrangements, you have enough stuff. You don't necessarily need to be able to host 
20 people unless that's the size of family and friends that you have coming over on a regular basis. Um, so, you know, like we'll host game night over here sometimes. We'll have a few friends over. If we are bringing out snacks, then we bring out like a big bowl of popcorn or big bowl of chips or something. Everybody doesn't necessarily need to have their own plate, although we probably would have enough for the amount of people that we're having over. But the main things are like, does everybody have a space to sit? They don't necessarily need their own chair, but do you have a really comfortable floor that they can sit on with, you know, a cushiony pillow? Do you have some kind of arrangements for having the people over that you would need to, you know, have over in order to fill that sense of social community and everything? It's an important aspect of your home. If your bathroom feels like a mini spa, that's a good sign. It, that means that you have what you need in there in order to achieve the desired result of feeling relaxed and taken care of. Number 17, if you're not constantly trying to think of what to declutter next, one sign that you might have too much is if it's constantly nagging at you and you're thinking, okay, well, next I need to declutter the bedroom because, wow, that's getting out of control. And then we'll get on to the, you know, like if you constantly are having this whole nagging sensation of, oh, what do I need to declutter next? Then that's probably a sign that you have too much stuff. But if you aren't finding that sensation, then you probably have a good balance and maybe even have enough stuff in your space. Number 18, if you don't need to eat out or drink out in order to fulfill your needs, <laughs> if you're having to eat out for every meal because you don't have the tools to make what you need to make and you don't have the food to eat what you need to eat, then you don't have enough, right? You should have what you need to sustain you inside of your space. Now, some people choose to eat out and they choose not to cook. And obviously that's a choice. Number 19, if you have a hot hobby or some kind of leisure activity that you can engage in. Number 20, if your living spaces are adaptable for multiple uses, that's a good sign that you have enough because you're planning and you're using versatile multi-purpose things in lieu of having excess. And it helps you to reach that level of enoughness easier and more quickly and with less stuff. Number 21, if you have a cozy space to relax. And number 22, if you have comfortable shoes without holes. This stands out in my mind because currently Matt does have holes in his shoes. We both work at home, so it kind of just falls to the, the wayside. But it's definitely something we will be getting because it is something that we need. If you have comfortable underwear without holes. Number 24, if your space feels secure and safe. That's so important. It doesn't mean that you need to have like a world-class security system unless that's what it takes for your space to feel secure and safe to you. But if you have locks on your doors, if you have, you know, whatever it is for your area and for your comfort level, then that means that you're reaching your area or your level of enough. Number 25, if your lighting is adequate and brings the right ambiance or vibes to your space, then you have enough. And I, lighting is just really incredibly important. If you were blessed with giant windows and tons of natural light, then that's great. And if you weren't, then it's important that you make sure that the lighting that you're bringing in is going to give you the same levels of energy and productivity, like that you can see what you're looking for and that your eyes aren't strained, putting you in like headache situations every single day of the week. You know, if your pet's needs are met and they have like a good go-to toy that they run to whenever they get excited, then they have enough. Your pet doesn't need to have like giant laundry hampers full of toys in order to 
feel happy and express that happiness through playing with a toy. Um, you know, if they've got their water bowl, their food bowl, a leash to be able to safely go outside, pet bags, you know. Number 27, if your home has good air quality and ventilation, again, like windows that can open or, um, you know, one of the air purifiers, if that's something that you need. And if you don't need it, if you already have the good quality air and you're not having allergy problems, then maybe you already have enough and that's not something you even need to invest in. Number 28, if your home reflects your personal style. Number 29, if you have a system for waste management and recycling. That's important. And in my case, we have an extra waste management system because we have Chloe with the diapers. Number 30, if you have a functional space for laundry, whether that is hampers that you can take over to a coin laundromat if you don't have a washer and dryer yourself or an effective washer and dryer if you do own one that you're using, having something to be able to maintain the clothes that you own. Number 31, if your home has effective storage for the things that you use and need. Number 32, if you have enough food to meet your family's nutritional needs, doesn't mean that you need to have every bag of chips or every sweet treat that's out there, but if you have the foods to meet their nutritional needs, and then number 33, if you have the appropriate tools to meet your family's nutritional needs, and off the top of my head, you know, we recently had to switch from bottles to sippy cups for Chloe. That is something that we needed to purchase because for her developmental level, this is what she needs to be able to nourish herself. Well, we all have things like that that we need in order to be able to appropriately nourish ourselves. Number 34, if you have an area or a strategy for daily physical movement, doesn't mean that you necessarily have to have a whole zone that's physically, you know, like exercise equipment ready inside of your home or even a giant space in the middle of the floor for yoga, which is what I choose to do. Not everybody has that space or needs it, but as long as you live in an area where you can go for a walk when you need to or you're close enough to a gym to where you can go out and physically move, some kind of a strategy or a system for physical movement. Number 35, you have the technology necessary to be able to function in society. Socially, scholastically, and professionally, there are just some things that depending on what walk of life you're in and, you know, what your profession and your social crew, you know, is, is a part of, um, there are some things that we need in order to feel like we have enough inside of our home space to maintain those aspects of our lives. Number 36, you have a method for clean or filtered water. Maybe you live in a space like we do here in Oregon where water is just naturally clean, or maybe you live somewhere where you need to have the water filter of some sort. As long as you have the ability to get to that clean water and you have whatever filter necessary that you need for the space that you're living in, then that's another good sign. Number 37, you're able to keep warm or cool and you have the tools necessary to do that, whether that is a throw blanket, a comforter on your bed, uh, a space heater, or an air conditioning or fan. Number 38, if you can easily see what's in your drawer when you open it. Number 39, if your skin is adequately cared for, meaning it's hydrated when it feels dry, you've got whatever uh, acne treatments or sore treatments that you need whenever it's in those states. A lot of times we go overboard and you might end up with like 10 different kinds of lotions and three different kinds of serums and that's getting into excess. But if you have the things that you need in order to adequately tend for and take care of your skin, then that's a good sign. Number 40, if your hygiene needs are met, then you probably have enough when it comes to the shampoo, conditioner, soaps, hand soaps, hand sanitizer, all of those things. As long as your hygiene needs are met and you're able to be sanitary and whatever your needs are, 
then that's a good sign that you have enough. Number 41, if you have those things that you will occasionally need, like pens and tape. Number 42, if you have ways or methods of tending to physical pain, whether that is, you know, if you have chronic neck pain, maybe you do need the extra like little massager thing for your neck. If that helps to reduce your pain, you may not need 10 different kinds of neck massagers, but maybe you do need the one and that helps to bring the balance of enough into your space because it's helping to solve a literal pain point. Uh, but you know, maybe you don't need something like that. Maybe you just need the ergonomic chair where you can sit and work for extended periods of time without your lower back hurting or without your legs hurting. Or maybe you just need to have some kind of home remedies that just make you feel good and feel well. Number 43, if you have some kind of system or solution for cleaning things, whether that is a literal all-purpose solution, or maybe you don't have a dishwasher, but you do have a dish drying rack, so you're able to adequately wash and clean the things that need to be washed and cleaned in one way or another. Number 44, if your home is equipped for any emergencies that are relevant to your area, including something like emergency power outages. If you live in the frigid, frigid winter and there's a risk of your electricity going out, then obviously you need to make sure that you have some kind of method of managing whatever happens when that power outage comes. And the same thing for if you live in Arizona in the middle of summer and you're worried about a power outage, having those backup emergency things, it's almost like another level of security to make sure that you have what you need for your space. Number 45, if your home facilitates easy communication, meaning maybe you don't live in a tri-level where you have to scream down three flights of stairs in order to communicate with the next person. That's why I love having these echo dots in the room because we can drop in on any room of the house on our tri-level and it's just easy, seamless communication. But there are tons of ways you can do that as long as you have some kind of effective method of communicating with people, whether inside the house or outside the house, then that's a good sign. If you have a system for managing your digital life, now that that is becoming increasingly and more and more important, and it's only going to continue to become more and more important, and just another shout out that today is the last day to get that 50% off of my friend Kat's digital clutter course. It's it's really an awesome course. Uh, you can use my code Mia Danielle and the link down in the description if that's something that you're interested in. Number 47, if you have a space or a method for being able to learn new things, whether that's your office space or your hobbies and craft space or a space at the dining table where you can read the news and read a book of something informative every day, being able to facilitate learning and growth is incredibly important inside of our spaces. But if you have that covered, then that's another good sign that you have enough. Number 48, if your home includes things that help to connect you to nature, that could mean bringing in plants. It could mean, again, having giant windows that you can open the blinds to to really experience seeing the outdoor nature that's going on right outside your window. Number 49, if you have a space in your home for quiet reflection or meditation or just to be able to get out of your head and get back to neutral ground, incredibly important. If you have that, then kudos to you because your space is probably a more balanced than most. And number 50, if your home has a designated space or system for memories, sentimental items. I would say if everything's sentimental, then nothing's sentimental. You can't have everything like, you know, just piling up boxes of quote sentimental stuff. 
But for those things that really are sentimental and that you do have space for, it's important to have some kind of a system or designated method of tending to those things. So for me, that tends to be a memory box. I have a giant memory box that Matt and I both share. Each of my older daughters has a big memory box that they can add collections to over the years. And so it just really adds a little more personalization to your space without overly cluttering your space. And if you have that covered, then that's a good sign that you have enough. Hopefully this idea of 50 things either makes you feel really good because you realize that you are right in the sweet spot, or maybe even gives you ideas of holes that you have in your space that you need to fill in order to reach that level of enoughness. Or maybe it's giving you a little light bulb of, wow, you know, I don't need to keep buying more things because I already do have enough. And I will chat with you next week. 